This rant is brought to you by Digital Market Battles, the only marketing company that will fill your company's pipeline with high-valued leads. They will meet your conversion goals no matter what. Just go to www.digitalmarketbattles.com to schedule your discovery call today. I'm the mouth of the South, and the views that I'm about to express might not be yours, but perhaps they should be, and let me explain why. New York baseball has experienced an entire shift, a reversal of fates, if you will. You see, the Mets are in first place at the end of the All-Star break. They're doing very, very well. Their pitching's up to snuff. Even, they, even though they've been injured a lot, they're coming back. They're still finding ways to win games, even without Francisco Lindor playing like Francisco Lindor, even without Conforto hitting like we're used to him hitting, even with McNeil slumping. Somehow, this team finds a way to win games. They're doing extremely well. Luis Rojas has them on a path to the playoffs, has them on a path to not just the playoffs, but not the wild card. And if you look at the rest of the division, the Phillies are floundering, the Washington Nationals are floundering, the, I mean, look at Ronald Acuna Jr. with the torn leg, so he's going to be out. And not only that, that's the Braves' best player, so uh, they're not a challenge for the division, so At this point, unless the Mets have a complete epic collapse circa 2007-2008, we're not going to see them miss the playoffs this year. They're going to get in. They're going to represent this city. Here's the problem. The New York Yankees. Yes, they've played better of late. That's great. Excellent. Wonderful. They've beaten teams that they're supposed to beat all year. That's great. But when they go up against teams like the Boston Red Sox, they get swept. They don't even play competitively. They just get swept. You took two out of three from the Astros before the end of the All-Star break. Garrett Cole with his uh, nine-inning performance. That's great. That's all great and wonderful. But that doesn't erase the fact that you're a fourth-place team at the end of an All-Star break. That the Blue Jays, you and the Blue Jays are fighting for position. In the AL East, you and the Blue Jays. There was a point this season where the hapless Mariners had a better record than the Yankees. Yeah, let me repeat that. There was a point in the season, and this wasn't like in the first week. I'm talking like, you know, middle of the season, you know, getting close to the All-Star break. Where the Seattle Mariners actually had a better record than the Yankees. And if that was the case, that meant the Angels had a better record than the Yankees. Like, there were a whole bunch of teams that were just ahead of the Yankees. Forget just in their division. I'm talking wild card. I'm talking everything. And we've done the whole rants about who should be fired and who should go. You know what we think. You know what I think already anyway. Brian Cashman needs to be out, and I'll say it again. Brian Cashman needs to be let go at the end of this season. He needs not make another roster decision ever again for the New York Yankees. And I honestly think Hal Steinbrenner is going to go out there and give you exactly what you want, Yankee fans. You don't see it because he's not doing it right this absolute second like his father. But I think at the end of the year... This uh, Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone marriage is going to be forcefully divorced. Because Cashman will no longer be the GM. And then Boone will no longer be the coach. If you look at the statements, 
The statements read like this. Brian Cashman says he trusts Aaron Boone that he's going to live or die with this team and this manager. That's pretty much the statements that Cashman has made. Boone always says how, you know, we got to get our guys into a third gear, all this other nonsense that he always speaks at press conferences. By the way, if you ever want to watch a complete exercise of futility, watch these reporters try to ask Aaron Boone anything and expect an actual answer. You can't because he won't give it to you. He has a script that's been cultivated over years and years by Brian Cashin of what you're supposed to say at every press conference, and here's how you respond. And then Hal Steinbrenner comes out and lays the blame at the feet of the players. They responded pretty well after that, and then they get swept by Boston again. So, like, I don't want to know. I don't want to hear Yankee fans come and talk to me about what do you think they're going to be when they hit the playoffs. I don't understand where Yankee fans get off thinking that you can make the playoffs. I don't get where Yankee fans get off thinking that you even have a shot at a wild card. You know, Yankee fans, some of them are still talking about the division. They're still talking about they could possibly win the division. You need to win 100 games to win this division. You're barely going to win 90, maybe 88. Like, with the way that the Yankees are playing right now, you'll be lucky they finish with 85 wins. In order for them to make the playoffs, they need to win 90 games. For them to win 90 or more games... They've got to go almost 20 games above 500 in the second half of this year. Just let me repeat that. They have to go 20 games over 500 for the rest of the year. Is it impossible? No. Definitely not impossible. If Garrett Cole pitches like he did against his Astros every single time out, not impossible. If the rest of the pitching staff can give you a decent start here and there, not impossible. If your bats wake up, not impossible. If your um, star hitters start hitting properly, not impossible. But it's very improbable. And I know the Rays are falling fast too, so there's a little bit of hope for the Yanks there. But that doesn't mean the A's are falling fast. That doesn't mean the Angels are falling fast either. So... You have two teams in the AL West that could possibly leapfrog you for a wild card spot. And uh, most likely, whoever's losing from Tampa and Boston, the division, is going to be a wild card slot. Because most likely, Yankee fans, I need to tell you something. You're going to finish in third. You're going to finish in third place. And I think that's the best you're going to get in this division. And you had better hope that you're third place is better than other divisions' second places. The Yankees had better hope that the Angels and the A's both go on terrible runs. And on top of that, they better hope they go on a good one. Because maybe second place in the AL East is something you could grasp for. But until Boston shows me that they can't hit or they can't pitch. I'm picking them to win that division. So let's grade these two teams real quick. Mets, I'll give a quick grade. Give them a B plus. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're winning games. And they're winning games in a division that looks very, very weak right now. But you know what? 
If you're the Mets, take full advantage of that weak division. Build that lead. That's the one thing they haven't done yet was build that lead. They need to really start piling on the games and piling on the wins. The Mets need to go on a run. They haven't yet. I can't give them an A because they still haven't left the other teams in their division in the dust just yet like they should. So, B+. Yankees, however. I think you know what grade I'm going to give. And this is the first time I've ever given a grade like this to the New York Yankees, and it's a resounding F. In fact, they didn't even show up for the test. Like, the Yankees were that kid who didn't study and pretended that they got sick, went to the nurse's office, and got sent home before the big final examination. That's who the Yankees are. That's what they're playing like. They play like they have no heart. They play like they're cold. They've taken on the personality of their manager. Cold as ice. Not a heartbeat there. And just no fire. And I know Beast says this point. John Perriante says this point a lot. Oh, our teams don't have fire and all this other stuff. And so I get a little bit weary using that statement. But it's the only thing that really describes. It's like as if Aaron Boone has lost the will to be a man. Almost. With the way that he goes out there at press conferences, it's, it's disgusting. And then the way the Yankee players play, here's Aaron Judge. And this is all you need to know about this current crop of Yankees. Aaron Judge was asked about the home run derby and that he said, well, I don't feel it's all that important to me unless it's in New York. They asked Pete Alonzo about the home run derby. And do you know what he said? I'm here to defend my title. I'm here to take names. You see that difference? That competitive spirit, that fire in your belly? When I saw Aaron Judge in 2015, he had the same look as Alonzo. He had the same type of moxie, of fire, of exuberance and youth and go get himness. And now when you look at Aaron Judge, emotionally at least, he looks like a shell of his former self. He's been corporatized and branded and be given the Yankees Cashman stamp of approval, and he's been sent out there. But you know when he's lost in this uh, Cashman stamp of approval? Lost his heart. Lost his grit. Lost his free will. Lost the ability to say whatever he wants, do whatever he wants, do and say what makes him an exciting player. Nope, can't do that. Doesn't follow the Yankee brand. And then don't even let me get started on Gary Sanchez and that disaster that was all mishandled by Brian Cashman because Gary Sanchez was the reason Joe Girardi got fired because Joe Girardi didn't cater to Sanchez's every widow need. And then here comes Aaron Boone a player's manager, somebody that's supposed to make all the players happy. Well, Sanchez might not be happy, might be happy, but he's not producing. So I don't know what you're trying to accomplish making the player happy versus having the player produce, but Brian Cashman really rolled the dice wrong there. Thought uh, a new coach would help Gary Sanchez. It's actually uh, hurt Gary Sanchez. Now Gary Sanchez isn't a cornerstone of your organization. He's a piece of dead weight you're looking to get rid of as soon as possible. Because I don't care how many times the Yankees talk about, oh, we're going to get Gary Sanchez back to where he would. No, no, you're not. 
Gary Sanchez might be that player again, but not on your team. Yankees have screwed his head up so much to the point where he needs a smaller place to play, not as much media scrutiny so that he could go and work on his issues. Yankees aren't the team for Gary Sanchez, but but does Brian Cashman see that? No, looks at his little analytics book and decides to give Gary another chance because the analytics book said so. Will Brian Cashman and his analytics book get an F from downtown sports? And Brian Cashman and his analytics book need to be taking a look at the analytics of how much money he's going to make on unemployment. I'm the mouth of the South, and that's my opinion. You can listen to Downtown Sports on, on 14 different platforms. It's Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, Podbay, Listen Notes, and Podcast Addict, along with Verbal. So that's 14 different platforms every single week. Rants, interviews, you name it. We're Downtown Sports. We are where sports come home take a look out for the big episode coming out soon but until then on the mouth of the south saying we're out thanks for listening